welcome to this Touch podcast activity, which has been recorded for Touch Endocrinology. This podcast aims to bring you expert and patient perspectives on the medical management of patients with Cushing's disease and the importance of optimising patient outcomes in the multidisciplinary team setting. This activity is funded by an independent medical education grant from Recordati Rare Diseases and Zeris Pharmaceuticals, Inc. This activity is jointly provided by USF Health and Touch IME. In this section, a patient with Cushing's disease in remission for 23 years joins an endocrinologist, a pituitary surgeon and a pituitary nurse specialist to discuss how patients with Cushing's disease can be optimally supported by the multidisciplinary team. Hello there. My name is Larry Katznelson. I am a professor of neurosurgery and medicine in the Division of Endocrinology at Stanford University School of Medicine and I am also the medical director of the Pituitary Center at Stanford Healthcare. I am delighted to be joined by my colleagues, first by Dr. Tim Smith, a neurosurgeon scientist and surgical co-director of the Multidisciplinary Pituitary Center at the Brigham Women's Hospital and Neurosciences Center in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm also joined by Mrs. Sandy Ramsberg. Sandy is a pituitary nursing specialist and the nurse coordinator of the Pituitary Center at the Johns Hopkins Hospital, Division of Endocrinology, Diabetes and Metabolism in Baltimore, Maryland. As well, I'm joined by Ms. Sharman McGraw, who is a patient who has had Cushing's disease. She, has, she lives in Orange County, California, and she has been remission for 23 years and is a long-standing advocate, both nationally and internationally, for patients with pituitary diseases. In this section, we will be discussing individualized therapy and the role of the multidisciplinary team in the management of Cushing's disease. I want to start by having a conversation about how we approach the medical therapies. Uh, the medical therapies are indicated mostly in patients who have persistent disease despite surgery. Um, so therefore, the the surgeons attempted to resect tumor, but there still is residual disease, and therefore cortisol levels are still high. We can consider radiation therapy at this point as well in the management of patients. But for the medical therapies, the goal here is to lower cortisol into the normal range. There is one class of medications, methipristone, where the goal is to block cortisol. And in those patients, we cannot monitor cortisol, but also has the same long-term impact in terms of improving the comorbidities, the signs and symptoms of Cushing's syndrome. Now, whenever we start a medical therapy, we need to monitor the, the endpoints, which are usually cortisol levels for most of these patients. In those patients where we utilize a medication and the patient has persistent activity, meaning that the cortisol levels are still high, then sometimes we use combination therapy, where we, we will add two medications together or even more depending upon the rapidity with which we need to normalize the cortisol or just specific to that patient's management. But it's not uncommon that we have uh, more than one medication as combination therapy for these patients. And we're looking not only for the cortisol levels, but evidence of clinical improvement. Now, when we are thinking about the medical therapy, it's critical to think about what this means for the patients. Um, and 
in having that conversation, I'm asking Sandy to comment further on her experience of working with patients and how patients think about their approaches to medical therapies. Sandy? Thank you, Dr. Ketznelson. A lot of patients approach medical therapy with apprehension. The role of the nurse caring for patients with Cushing disease begins with assessing the knowledge and expectations of treatment outcomes. It includes providing individualized education according to the medication prescribed, what side effects to expect and what needs to report it to their physician. There's a need to reinforce the importance of lab testing and adhering to the return visit schedule. It's also important to encourage patients to actively participate in their treatment and provide reassurance and support as needed. Addressing knowledge deficits and expectations increase the likelihood of compliance. And the goal of drug therapy is, to, is that it will increase the quality of life. Thank you, Sandy. I would also like to pass uh, the, the, the conversation to Tim to discuss in his view, as a surgeon, how many of the specialists interact in, the, in managing these patients along their treatment journey. Tim? That is such an important issue. I think for patients with Cushing's disease, from the initial shock of the diagnosis, and the struggles they've already had with the symptoms, they're typically introduced either to an endocrinologist first or to the neurosurgeon first, once this pituitary tumor has been discovered and it's been diagnosed. And I think such an important expectation to set early on that the treatment of this is going to be lifelong, chronic, it's management, and that management team needs to be built. And in general, that team is going to consist of a number of specialists. In addition to the neuroendocrinologist and the neurosurgeon, there's also going to be uh, team members added to this based upon where the patient is in life, what their expectations and goals are. If they're a young woman, for instance, then we'll involve an OBGYN. If they have skin issues, then we'll involve a dermatologist. If they have issues related to heart disease, then a cardiologist. So depending on what the signs and symptoms are, it's very important to impress upon the patient early on that we're going to be building the perfect team around them. And what's interesting is, you know, if, if you look at um, the, the World Health Organization or the World Association for Pituitary Organizations in 2019, there was a global survey from both a provider and a patient perspective. And what's very, very clear is that many, many people view the endocrinologist as the quarterback of this team. But not all providers and all patients are aware of the breadth of disciplines that could be involved in their care. And I think that's a very important thing to emphasize. Thank you, Tim. That it, I, I agree with that. The collaborations between the specialists and the nurse specialists are critical, really, in, in, the, in managing these patients. Now, now that we've discussed some basic approaches uh, from the healthcare provider side, I think it's important to think about what's the unmet need from the patient standpoint. And to address um, uh, such unmet needs from someone who herself has had Cushing's disease, I'm gonna ask Sharman to speak about her experience. Sharman? Thank you, Dr. Katznelson. And um, 
there is some unmet, unmet needs um, with patients. And I think like uh, Dr. Smith was saying that we, there are other people involved with our treatment, but I think one of the things that um, is huge, and I know literally hundreds of Cushing's patients and the mental health part of this journey has been underestimated. And I think we're now seeing where body-mind um, health is, is much more important than we did in the past. But for me and all the patients that I help support um, therapy, whether it be through a counselor or through a um a psychiatrist, or usually it's a therapist of some sort, or even through your church, if that's what you have. Um, but the most important part for that I see is this is a big, this is too, this is a team effort. It's too big for one person. It's too big for a family member. It's, um, it's way beyond the scope of that. And I have a lot of patients, maybe their doctor will recommend they see a therapist and they come to me and they go, my doctor thinks I'm crazy. And I say, well, I know you're not crazy, but I'm gonna tell you, I agree with them. Therapy is important from the perspective that a therapist can help you sort things out much. It's not your family job, it's above their pay grade. As well as a lot of patients will come to me and say, but, my, but a therapist doesn't know anything about hormones. A therapist doesn't have to know about their hormones or the disease. A therapist, if they are well-trained, does know about trauma, the years that it took you to get diagnosed, the years that the patient was misunderstood, the, the problems that it's caused in their family, the unbaked cake is what I call it, the problems they came to with this disease long before the disease. And what I've noticed is after the diagnoses, we have to manage their expectations, whether it be with a surgery, even that that was successful. Recovery takes a while, 18 months. Sometimes they don't feel better, but eventually they feel better. Um, with, with the medication, a lot of times they think it's a magic pill and I should take the pill and feel better. That's not, we have to manage those expectations. Oftentimes the therapist can help us manage expectations of family members and the things that came on top of the disease. And um, because I'm seeing a lot of patients cluster everything into the disease, and then they eventually become identified with the disease. So I think the most important thing is to remember that we are not our disease, but how do we take, what tools do we need besides our medical team to help us make sure that we're living a full life and the best quality of life. And that takes team effort and mental health is a big part of that. Sherman, that was so powerful. Thank you for your comments there. I am at this thank point you, going to close this discussion and I wanna thank uh, my colleagues, Dr. Smith, Mrs. Ramsberg and Sherman for their contributions. We hope you have found these discussions useful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Touch podcast. You can access more content on this topic on Touch Endocrinology at www.touchendocrinology.com. Don't forget there are two other chapters in this series, so please listen in for further insights from the multidisciplinary team. Music